Hello, you are about to listen to another episode of Beyond Clean, a podcast where we talk about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. I am your host, Dave Thompson. Yes, we are in Season 4. We broadcast out of Orlando, Florida. This is where the cleaning industry talks about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. We would love to have you on the show, so reach out to me, D. Thompson at academyofcleaning.com or at 888-999-6059. Be sure to listen to our live streaming that we will be doing this year on Podbean. Now, for today's show, let's get started. Okay, uh, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, we'll get started. Okay. Good morning, folks. This is Dave Thompson. I am the director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. And I have to tell you, before we go any further this morning, we were supposed to be live on the air yesterday. And I'm going to be full disclosure here. We tried this yesterday, and Podbean Live had a problem. Um, At first, I thought it was my problem. It wasn't. So, folks, I got to tell you, we are not live today because there still is a little bit of a problem with Podbean. So, if you're Uh, Going to Podbean and expecting a live session uh, today, we're not there. However, this is recorded, and you, well, most of you are listening to a recording of Beyond Clean with Ace, and we've got a number of them out there. We're in our fourth season, as the intro said. I think this is actually, today's session is going to be episode 13, because, because of the problem, I had to record episode 14 yesterday, so if you've looked, it's already on the air, and I'm going backwards, recording session 13 with Tandy Pryor. Tandy, are you on the air with me? Yes, I am. I'm glad to be here. Oh my gosh, we're actually together on the air. We, I mean, thank you so very much for struggling with me yesterday. Uh, Tandy and I tried this numerous times. It didn't work. And so this is a Friday morning recording. We both got our cups of coffee and tea, and we're going to talk with you a little while. Yes, I'm, yes, I'm so glad that we, everything sounds great, and uh, I'm ready to, uh, ready to do this. Well, so we're already warmed up because we tried this uh, quite a bit yesterday. Folks, Tandy is, well, a, a, a life coach, an entrepreneurial coach, a woman coach, I don't want to play the, the sexist card, as they said yesterday, but hey, it is what it is. Yes. Yes, I do. I started out, um, I've been coaching eight years. And um, the reason that I started was really to empower women in their life and in their businesses. And when I started, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to coach entrepreneurs, but one after another after another just came in. And I saw it was really, um, you know, they were like a reflection of myself. It was me as an entrepreneur. And I started my business at 50. So I really encourage people, you know, to get out there and do the work they want to do and, and do work that matters. So you're saying we can start at 50, but you're encouraging them to do it before that? No. I mean, doesn't matter what I've, if I've said that, I didn't mean it. I mean, it's never too late and to get out there and, yeah, I talked to a lot of people that they, they kind of like what they're doing after they've done it for 20 years, but they know that they're here to do work that matters and be in service. And that's just one, one option, but um, yeah, that's, it's never too late. And I did it at 50. I was reading about your life changing experience 
And I, I got to thinking about this and was looking at when you published that. And you didn't publish that until like last year on LinkedIn. But this happened some 20 years ago. Yes, that was a great, yes, yes. I think it's interesting as I talk with different people, Tandy, is it takes us a while to process these life events that make us move to sharing it and then helping other people through what they're going through. Is that what happened or have I just got the most recent edition? I think that um, that was the biggest, I would call that a spiritual awakening. I would call it a wake-up call, whatever you want to call it. It, it was a near-death experience. At, let's see, I was 33. And after that, I just had increased um, awareness of being in service and uh, doing work that matters and 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 learning more and you know it basically was a different path for me completely just a completely different viewpoint of seeing the world like i was one way and then the next day i was another way and that was the first part of the journey i, I went into the healing um, i was a licensed massage therapist and i'd done real estate before that and as i kind of blended both of those together it brought me to what I'm doing now at 50, but it was part, that was the biggest turning point for the journey. And you mainly work with women now because of the intuition factor that you experienced then, or do you think that that heightened it? Why, why do women have more than men? I'm asking too many questions, right? No, have more intuition. Is that what you meant? You're right. Uh, I think maybe they're more in tune, but you know, I, I say that I work with women, but through the years I've worked with lots of men too. And the ones that do work with me, they have intuition and they use it. I don't know if they are always aware that that's why they're successful or they're able to find success. Um, that I think both have it. I do believe that women have a heightened sense of intuition though. And after a near-death experience, that can very much be ramped up. I kind of knew things that I didn't know before and could see things and knew that my life was just taking a bigger, broader path. So yes, empowering women in their lives, I had to look at my own life. I was in a marriage that wasn't working and it was in going increasingly to the point that it wasn't working. And I had to look at as strong and powerful as I've been in my life and who I am, I still gave away my, my power. I gave away the financial power. I gave away, um, you know, in a relationship that wasn't healthy. And then I had to look at lots of other areas of my life. I ended up raising three kids basically by myself. And, um, and knew at 50, I had a coach and the coach told me, it was so funny. I was in my basement and she says, when are you going to stop hiding? <laughs> and I literally was hiding in the basement because my three teenagers were upstairs fighting. You know? <sighs> so, so I was like, uh, okay. Cause you know, I, ever since that wake up call, I, I had talked about being a coach, but in my head, I'm like, who do I, who do I think I am to be a coach? And I see that with women all the time when they go to do a new job or, or decide that they want to do something else with their life or to do uh, more with the job that they're having to bring more in. 
Well, I think here here at the academy, we see this all the time, Tandy, is that uh, women, um, exactly where you're talking about, they've raised their kids, they know that they've got more, they've learned so much during that time, and now they're going, what can I do with the rest of my life? And they're going into business, but yet I can see this uh, trepidation. You know, they're they're just not sure if they should. They're and uh, and then if there's some other uh, males in the class, they just kind of sit back and let the males talk. And I'm like, come on, you got something to say. That's why you're here in class. Is this kind of the standard of what we're dealing with? Um. I, I sometimes it, I think all situations are different. I work with really powerful women who they can fluctuate between letting someone overpower them in meetings to um, going to the complete opposite, which is proving. It's the energy mm. of proving. We call. Uh, I had a coach that called it polyproven. And what was you know, that now again? What, 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 <laughs> what did you call that? Polyproving. Polyproving. Yeah, Polly proving. It's it's just the name that she used. There are different. There were different characters for different ways oh. of being. And when you get in that proving, like you don't feel like you're enough. And there isn't anybody alive that hasn't been in a situation where they felt like they had something to prove. And everybody knows that that's really not an energy that that brings people in. You well, know, it, it usually push too hard. People off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're pushing too hard, it's not really who you are. Right. Yeah. You're proving, you're proving. And I, you know, part of that is that I, when I'm coaching people, I, I talk about that. It's really, you get your power and your results, not by what you say or do, but who you're being, who you're being, how you're showing up. It's a way where people just naturally, um, make, make space for you to be who you are. And it takes a while to, to kind of shift those things around. I mean, the coaching I do is transformational work. It, it's from the inside out. So women are fighting this more than men, I'm assuming what you're saying. Um, I, don't, I don't know if there's such a comparison. I, I actually see men actually struggle with it too, but my I feel like my journey has been about empowering women's voices, empowering them to understand that they can make money and to heal the money wound and the money story, to really heal boundaries. I, what I see a lot of is them handing over their power, their worth by, by allowing other people to calendar their time, by taking on clients that are nightmares, and don't have boundaries. And if you don't have boundaries as a business owner, then you're more than likely going to attract people that also don't have boundaries. And boundaries means, you know, one of my very first clients made multiple six figures and she would go home and her husband handled all the money and she was writing checks to be able to even get $20. She would write a check more for Kroger's so she would have spending money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I see that a lot. I see that a lot. And I don't, you know, it's, it's, it, and it, and it doesn't matter how much you're making is what my point is. Well, it's my not wife does, always, but my it's, wife it's, does it's, not make six figures and I can guarantee you she would not live that way. She will not handle that. Yeah. And you never know who would, you know, sometimes people are shocked and they, sometimes they do what their mother did. 
Sometimes they, um, you know, the way that I like to say it is we all come in worthy. We're born worthy. And then life happens. Parents, teachers, um, clergy, friends, situations. And, and we start to become conditioned to what the world says we are and who we are. And we lose touch with our real essence. And when I talk about your power, I'm not talking about overpowering other people. Right. I'm talking about coming from that inner strength within yourself. Right. And we all have that. It comes at ebbs and flows. We all know that, but yeah. it's, it's not, it's not saying that I'm better than you. It's just saying I have mine, you have yours and together we'll work together. Exactly. 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 It is, um, it's knowing that your innate value. And another thing that I see with women a lot is they, they have trouble. These are past clients. I mean, I don't want to generalize everybody, right. but a lot of my clients have trouble just not doing anything. Well, I think, like, you know, they, the thing, they, they have to, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, I had a number of people on the podcast with me this year and, and you hit on something that, that they all say, just start doing and you'll find where you belong. But if you don't start doing, you'll never find that power. Yes. And what I'm talking about is that some women run themselves into the ground. Some of my past clients, because they never take the foot off the gas. <laughs> they don't know how to just be because they've been told in order to take up space in the world and to be in the world that they need to, um, be doing something, be proving. And, and innately, they're enough just as they are without always proving, always being on go, always doing everything for everybody at home, and then taking that to work. Because when I talk about I work at the intersection of life and business, you know, if one's, if you are giving away your power at home and you have no boundaries, when you go to work, it'll almost always play out there. Oh, absolutely. We used to say you need to divide work and, and home, but they are intertwined. And um, with more of us actually working from home, it's enabled a whole different way of doing things. So there has to be a work-life balance. The power you're saying is on both sides. Yes. Yes. And it's a balance on that. Yes. Okay, so you have a number of different things that, that you go through with a client. Do you want to share that, or is this something they should go on uh, into your coaching session on your website? How do people go about, you know, the first three things or five things or seven things? What, what, what do we do here? Well, um, you know, here's, here's a couple of the things that we've talked about a little bit. One of the things is, you know, over-promising and under-delivering, just going around all the time, promising and then under-delivering. Um, <laughs> a lot of them, and everybody feel, has felt that at times. Um, one is, you know, feeling stuck and tired and overwhelmed. And, and when you're in the middle of it, it's too, it, it's very difficult to get yourself out of something. I always have a coach. You have to have an outside perspective to clear out a problem and move, and move forward. So you're not exhausted and your quality of life improves a ton. And we talked about the proving point. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I see with people is they have a set point, women entrepreneurs and men, they have a set point or a ceiling about earning 
like they don't even realize it's an unconscious set point. And I work with people a lot on that, on raising that. Because there's a lot of people that are running around working so hard and they're not profitable. Well, I, I think we get stuck into a rut. And so we just feel that this is the highest that we can ever achieve. And I always continue. I, I say I, I, I am so far on the edge of the box that there isn't a box that contains me because I'm always pushing the edge of that box, as you said, the point, that set point. Uh, it changes yeah. if we want it to, but we're the ones that control that. Right. And sometimes there's so many unconscious behaviors and patterns in there that people can't even see that they're doing that or how, they don't see how to undo it. That would be the best way. They don't really, they really don't see how to undo it. And, and so your point is the coach, mentor, whatever that person is, that outside viewpoint is the one that helps us see that and helps us change that if we have the right mindset. Right. And you want to do the work. Right. Well, yeah, there has to be a willingness there. <laughs> Usually somebody that's went this far has already got that willingness. Uh, is this a difficult thing to get women to see to do, uh, as you were describing, in the middle of their life to, to now change gears and do something? Or are we looking at a surge of many women wanting to do this and just needing the help to do it? Here's what I've seen mostly um they um i'm sorry repeat that again okay so so the thing here is is you know i i look at a, a, a lot of women that come into the academy and they're exploring and i always wonder when they leave after like a, a job bidding and workloading class which is kind of the start of of our industry you know, how do I bid a job? How do I workload it? How do I find a job? How do I run my business? These questions. And then I don't hear from them. I always wonder, did they get the information and decide, mm, no, I can't quite, I, 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 you know, I've, I've gone too far. I don't want to do it. Or is this the time where they're just exploring or they really want to do it? Yes. And I think that you will find all of those. What I have found in the last eight years is that the biggest motivator is pain meaning they just can't take the way their life is anymore in one way or another and that's what motivates people to change i hate to say that but it's true it's when the pain of staying in the same thing that you know like the devil you know versus the devil you don't know that is when that becomes more than what it would be to change and grow and expand that's when the, that's when the change happens when staying staying in the safety zone you know a lot of people are safety seeking and when the pain of staying in that spot begins too big that's when you see the steps in the growth folks i want to take a little bit of a break here and tell you that we are powered here at the academy by gym supply uh, um, they're in Central Florida. They've been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. Education is a very big program for them. That is why the Academy of Cleaning Excellence is powered by them and gives us the opportunity to do this podcast. Unfortunately, today we are not live, but we will be live again. I'm going to be gone for the next couple of weeks traveling uh, to a couple different conferences and talking about our Rockstar program, which you might have heard about. But Tandy, I mean, the thing here is 
we've got to get more people, I guess, to realize the pain to move on. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Well, I, I think that that's something that they have to seek out or be open to. And I believe that, you know, what you need will come to you if you ask for it. People show up. Uh, podcasts land in your <laughs> land in your inbox. You know, things happen that will bring you ways to get relief and a new perspective. Oftentimes, it's it's really a new perspective on an old problem. I remember a coach years ago telling me struggle um, is is what happens between your ears, basically that nature in general does not struggle. That struggle is actually taking the past you know, examples, past history, and bringing it forward and trying to solve something now. And it's, you know, there's a lot of people use the word struggle. And that's, I say that I'm kind of giggling because anybody that's coached with me knows that you can't use that word with me. <laughs> well, but you're, but you're saying this is what way we used to phrase it. So it's not really anything new. We've just repackaged it differently now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so so I saw that you had some little, uh, I think they were called power bites, um, shorter yeah. little pieces. Is this the way that we get people to start to listen, to motivate them to, to be better than they are? Um, I mean, I know that you know, we're trying to put out more shorter bites of stuff, but you know, as, as a, somebody that's trying to motivate, I find it difficult to do that in two minutes. I think that um, we're in a time and a society right now where you might not even have ten, two minutes on those things. I mean, but you, you still, if I think it's the intention of how you put things out and who you want it to land on. And we can't really get worked up about whether somebody is going to take that extra few minutes to do it. I do believe that if you notice, most blogs are a lot shorter. Most videos are a lot shorter. And I think you have to be impactful in a shorter amount of time. It's just the way it is until we get in a conversation. And I have conversations that go in depth and, um, you know, around those kinds of things, about everything around that we've talked about. You know, some people ask me about how long my podcast is, and I said, it's as long as we want to talk. That's the great thing about podcasting is people can click off of it and then come back to it later. If you're driving for an hour and a half between two locations, uh, we probably are not going to be the only podcast you listen to. Yes, right, right. And, and I, you know, I think podcasts are an amazing way to reach people. I, I know just about everybody I know is listening to podcasts. So as a um, entrepreneurial coach, uh -huh. what type of, of clients are you usually seeing? People that are just starting, people that have been in business a long time, kind of give us a little insight as to, you know, what is a, a, a standard Tandy customer? Yes. So most of them have been in business for a little while, although I have worked with startups. Um, I've worked with, uh, let's see, all kinds of businesses, lots of financial advisors, uh, several contractors, uh, artists, 
I'm trying to think of all of them right now. I work with some some corporate clients that are also in sales. My sweet spot is really people that have to sell themselves. And that's really about owning their value, you know, and, and not discounting. And, you know, the people that are selling their jobs and delivering and how to, you know, leverage all of that so they can grow and, and find balance. It's not just money, the work I do. It's a big part of it because I really believe that financial freedom with women is a, a huge important factor for our world. Well, I think that yeah. I think that I th what you were talking about there is really interesting because you said value. And I think this is what in the cleaning industry, what we talk about all the time, people don't recognize our value. Uh, right now, as we're recording this, Tandy, the value of people in the cleaning industry is extremely high because of COVID-19. And so everybody's on point and there's more cleaning and disinfecting and more awareness but that will wane. It'll go. It'll. This will die in a, in some period of time, and the value that we have is something we still have to preach. Right, Tandy. I know that you've got another thing that you've got to do here this morning. Um, is there any well, like closing statement or closing thing you'd like to do before we close our session this morning? Well, I'd really like to offer a, I'm going to offer five coaching sessions with your listeners if they are interested. I sent you a link that maybe um, you could put out there and then I'll have it. Uh, if they reach out to me on my website, then um, we can we can talk about how to set up a session if they'd like to hear more about coaching or, you know, what I like to call unearthing their worth. We can talk about that in, you know, I have several steps that we go through. And the website is? Tandy Pryor, P-R-Y-O-R, coaching.com. And it's T-A-N-D-Y-P-R-Y-O-R, coaching.com. And you can find Tandy on LinkedIn too. Right. LinkedIn. Um, there's a Facebook page or my website. Well, we'll try to put those in the show notes so that people have those links. Um, I have a question I always like to ask my guests. Sure. What's on your personal bucket list? My personal? I want to go to Bali next. Bali? Yeah. I do. And I just want to hang out in a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to get in touch with her other self that she yes. can't do where she's at. Uh, well, let's see. You're in, what, what, what did I remember? Cincinnati? Yes, I'm in Cincinnati. It's rainy and gray again today. Another, we've, had some pretty, we've had some pretty weather, though. Obviously, it's why you want to go to Bali. So how soon are you going to go to Bali, Tandy? I'm going to do it this year. Good job, good job. Yes, yes. It, I am so glad that you stuck with me and we got this done today. Uh, as I tell all my uh, guest uh, speakers, if you would ever want to come back, we would love to have you come back and talk more. Folks, you've been listening to Tandy Pryor. She is an entrepreneurial coach for mainly women, but as she said, some of us guys too. Um, mm -hmm. We'll put all that in the show notes. And folks, whatever you do, you know the routine. If you've been with me before, share and like whatever we do. That's how we all get to know each other. That's how the, we make connections, how we network. If you're listening to this here on the 
Oh gosh, this is what the second week of March. No, it's first week of March sixth. Uh, on the 16th, we're going to be at the Clean Buildings Expo, so come and see me. We've got a full-day workshop with the Rockstar program. It's been sweeping the nation. Some great things are happening with that. Be glad to have you there. Whatever you do, wherever you're at, keep it healthy, positive, and proactive. And, folks, we will catch you next time because for today, we are out of here.